Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woke and Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into our 39th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about America and the status of uh, kind of what's going on with bullies. And before we dive deep into that subject, we have a couple of ground rules to cover. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio? If not, please do. We greatly appreciate your support. Second, have you shared an episode with a friend or family member? If not, you can totally share this episode and also feel free to share, share, share away for all our other episodes that you really enjoyed. And of course, we are very active on social media. Please feel free to holler at us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And lastly, if you haven't reviewed our show, we always love your feedback. So please feel free to share your thoughts on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. And if you go to WokenFree.com, you can see where the show is on all of our different platforms. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what are the music types in our favorite playlists. This week, we're going to keep with the theme, and we're going to share which music medium is our favorite form. Oh, interesting. Uh... I guess I would say I, I still really like CDs. I mean, I know it's like 2018. Who the hell is using a CD? But, you know, I, I'm still the girl who uh, uh, dreams of doing like road trips and stuff like that. And listen, my car, I, I like a CD as well as I like the digital. But how about you? So there's no other reason for the CD, like quality or anything? It's just, you just like having a physical thing in your hand, or? I do like the quality, too, but there's something about the physicality. It's the same reason why, like, I still love reading books as well as e-books, but I, I still love a good just book in your hand, just the physicality. Okay. Well, mine is, of course, the infamous MP3. So oh. I know some people love to hate it, but it's this, it's like the smallest form that you can get of a digital uh, audio file so mm -hmm. to me it's the way to go and still retain some quality so it's it's not as great as a cd i mean you can get pretty close but it's all about like having the music when you need it cds you're not going to have it always on your person so true. what are you supposed to do when you want to listen to some jams real quick true, that's why i like true. about the mp3 you can have like tons of them stored and to me if it's at at least 192 kilobits per second then i'm good it's like way too much technical information right now. Okay. Oh, okay. I know some people <laughs> would be mad about that. They're looking for the 320, but oh, okay. 192 is a, is is bearable. Like I don't need it to be like the best like format ever, like FLAC. Gotcha. Like, some people like FLAC, where it's lossless, and I would do that, but we need more space. I'd say once once big hard drive space becomes like ubiquitous, then I would say FLAC would be my favorite format. But until then. We're going to have to deal with the MP3 because we have such small storage spaces, you know, like on our phones and stuff. Cool. Now that we're done talking about first world <laughs> issues. First uh, world. <laughs> they, they struggle with this around the world, even in Antarctica. Oh, first world issues. Antarctica calls it an issue. <laughs> on to the topic for today. 
What is bullying? Hey, thank you very much, sir. According to stopbullying.gov, bullying is defined as unwanted aggressive behavior among school-age children at, that involves a real or perceived power imbalance. The behavior is repeated or has the potential to be repeated over time. Both kids who are bullied and who bully others may have serious lasting problems. And uh, there are certain kind of benchmarks that have to be considered to define this as bullying and the behavior must be aggressive and it includes an imbalance of power, obviously the repetition, like I said, and also it includes actions such as making threats, spreading rumors, attacking someone physically or verbally, and excluding someone from a group on purpose. And of course, I do want to just put out there that, you know, we are focusing the conversation for today and, and America's conversation essentially around children, but by no means at all does bullying stop at uh, ch- a, a school-age children. Obviously, adults are bullied. And, uh, we'll get into that yeah. in one of the scenarios. Okay. Uh, how, what are your thoughts on the definition of bullying? I'd like to add to that the definition from Merriam-Webster. I think they hit the nail on the head in terms of the description. Mm-hmm. What it said was, bullying is abuse and mistreatment of someone vulnerable by someone stronger, more powerful, etc., so I like that description because it talks about someone having power over another, and that's what bullies try to do. But see, the funny thing about that definition is the bullier is typically not someone who's stronger or more powerful, just someone who's more pervasive, I think, because what do, what's the classic phrase? Hurt people hurt. Yeah. So obviously someone who's bullying is not probably... They're strong enough to go ahead and do the bullying. They're... You know, they have enough nerve, I would say, but it's I the same, yeah, but yeah. stronger. I mean, they have a perception dictionary. of strength, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, the, mm-hmm. it's, I don't think they're trying to say like they're a strong person. Mm-hmm. They're just saying like either physically or they just have the courage to do something really yeah. stupid like bully. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that's what I think they mean. I know they're using stronger. Because, yeah, they're not technically not stronger because you would be a weaker person if you were doing this. <laughs> well, on the inside, you're weaker, yeah. but you might be physically buff. I mean, you know, you, you could, could be, be a bodybuilder like doing it. The, could be the big the guy and the kid doing it. Yeah, it's yeah a, it's, sometimes it is that. It's that popular quarterback that's doing it. Mm-hmm. So that that's probably what they're trying to get at. Powerful means, I guess, that they're able to just go ahead and, like, like I said, bully. And mm-hmm. They get the nerve to actually do it. Yeah, I just, I see a bully as someone who's deeply troubled on the inside and it's like a cry for help and their only cry that they can make is a violent and disturbed cry. It's not like, please help me. It's someone who's like turned that plea into someone who's like, oh my gosh, I'm so angry this is happening to me. So I'm going to take this out on someone who looks like they can't fight. And it's just, it seems like a overall just like losing proposition. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's usually the case. (laughs) Uh, When it comes to bullying, do you think there are different, like, forms of it? I can think of a few. The first one is online harassment or Mm cyberbullying. That's people just going online and maybe talking crap about somebody or giving comments that aren't really needed or just plain out lying about images they see of people and just bugging someone online. Mm -hmm. Another one... Now this one, well actually, I mean it could apply to kids too, but it applies to adults and Mm -hmm. it's called revenge porn. And this is actually covered by a law in the UK. And that law says the act makes it a criminal offense for a person to disclose a private sexual photograph or film if the disclosure is made A, without the consent of the individual who appears, and B, 
with the intention of causing that individual distress. Mm. So these teens sending around these, like, you know, these, what, what do they call those nudies? I don't know what they call Dick them. Dick <laughs> I don't think women have that. Like, the, I don't have that kind of stuff. They're sending around their private parts, we'll say. That, that, if you send that around, you know, people can use that against you later on when you break up with them. And then indeed, that would indeed. be a form of revenge porn. <laughs> Good job, madam. And then the last one I think of is like continuous assault. So physical assault, like picking on somebody and gotcha. like harassing them physically, mm-hmm. hurting them, you know, things like pushing them around when you see them in the hallway. That's assault. It's so sad that we're laughing while discussing this <laughs> very serious topic, but um, it's true. Like it's, it's, well, you know what it is? It's kind of amusing the different ways that human beings find to completely uh, destroy <laughs> other people and, or to at, at least attempt to. And uh, bullying is definitely the number one uh, with a bullet there. Uh, again, according to stopbullying.gov, they define like three main types of bullying. First, they say there's verbal bullying, which is Anything that is said or written, and it includes anything from teasing, name call it inappropriate, name calling inappropriate sexual comments, taunting, threatening to cause harm. Then there's also social bullying, which is referred to as relational bullying, and that involves hurting someone's reputation or relationship. So similar to what you're saying, social bullying includes leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors about someone, embarrassing someone in public. Definitely showing a girl's tatas in public would be, I think, a form of embarrassment. Embarrassment, and then uh, lastly, physical bullying, which involves the actual hurting of a person's body or possessions. So you're talking about hitting, kicking, punching, spitting, tripping, pushing, taking or breaking someone's things, making mean or rude hand gestures. Again, as I read through this, I was just like. Ooh, people need prayer. <laughs> and I want to jump back to the the one I don't know if I agree with is the telling other children not to be friends with someone. I don't I don't know you, if I see that as bullying. Oh, I, I don't see I that as bullying. See because that you know what? Bullying, Some yeah. people like it's kind of like a, if a bully keeps picking on you, you might go and tell people don't be friends with them because they're being like the evil villain. I mean, what the hell? What's no, that about? What they're talking about is that. <laughs> now. What they're talking about is isolation. So they're kids who will have a group of friends. Say you're a girlfriend and you have three girlfriends, and then all of a sudden one girl of the clique decides that the girl, this girl, has made a mistake or she's no longer quote unquote cool, and then she's now uh, kind of isolated and demonized within her friend group. Now the girl has no friends. That's not appropriate behavior. Now maybe you don't like the term bullying but it's definitely not good depending, social behavior depend, depending <laughs> on what the if, the if that child didn't do anything serious because some people do serious yeah, stuff yeah, no, we're talking just think about, of it like even like, like the movie carrie situation when they dumped the blood on her like whoever did that like if, if somebody said don't be friends with that group of people i'd be okay with that because no wrong. no we're talking about someone who literally is being very fickle in in their decision making and about, just saying oh yeah, you didn't like give me the answers yeah, to the test yeah something like that <laughs> you or didn't do oh my you, you looked at my boyfriends uh you all right know. it has to be yeah, over it's something, something very trivial because if it's something where yeah. someone did like an evil act like no like they're a talking bully about even, li- or even a bullying and act, they're I also understand. talking about the impact right because kids have such a great you know you remember being a kid right at the end of the day so much of our 
our time was spent focused on feeling like wanting this sense of belonging. And the minute when someone, another kid interferes with that, that can cause a kid to kill themselves. That could cause a kid to feel like, or same thing, like when one kid says, this girl, this person's a slut and the entire school won't speak to her and the entire school taunts her and then she eventually hangs herself in a closet. That's not okay. And we need a term for this. And so that's why I think well, it that, falls within bullying. Yeah, I understand that situation. I, it's just, It's just interesting how general that, you know that line i mean because you it. don't want to be too specific and take outs because again we we are human beings we think in categories we have to put this be these different scenarios under one kind of hierarchy and so bullying has to be a bit broad for it all right when it co continuing on the conversation of course so now we've defined it and we have kind of put out the categories as to which fall within bullying. Now, I think the next natural thing is what are some stats that are going on with bullying in this country? I'll take a shot at this one. Mm -hmm. According to bullyingstatistics.org, almost half of all students have experienced bullying. Mm. One in four kids are bullied on a regular basis. Mm. Over half of adolescents and teens have been bullied online. And wow. about the same number have actually engaged in cyberbullying. Jesus. More than one in three young people have experienced cyber threats online. Yep. Over 25% of adolescents and teens have been bullied repeatedly through their cell phones or the internet. You know, that's the new age thing. So yeah. the internet is good and bad and everything in between. Mm -hmm. The last thing I would like to point out from the statistics that I saw was that well over half of young people actually don't tell their parents when they've been cyber bullied. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because I think it's a subject where uh, depending upon what type of household and, and background you come from, I know like I personally, if I were to walk up to one of my parents and be like, I'm being bullied, they would be like, well, handle it. Like <laughs> there'd be no <laughs> sense of sympathy or condolences. It would be like, yeah. well, obviously you're doing something to allow this to happen would yeah. be the nature of uh, the response that I would receive, which is like, who the hell wants to deal with that? Like, <laughs> you're yeah, literally bullying up. me for being bullied. Like, I can't even with you right now. Like, I'm, I'm so done. Yeah, so... <laughs> that's messed up. No, good, um, no bueno. No bueno, for sure. So I think it, that, but we'll get to that a little bit. Uh, there are some additional statistics I actually found on Pacer.org. So let's see, 33% of students who reported being bullied at school indicated that they were bullied at least once or twice twice a month during the school year. Also, when it comes to stats, like of who's of the students who reported being bullying, because as you said, not everyone is reporting it. So it's an underreported stats that we're dealing with, just so everyone remembers. 13% uh, were made fun of or of called names or insulted. 12% were the subject of rumors. 5% were pushed, shoved, tripped, or spit on. And 5% were excluded from activities on purpose. That's uh, Pacer is uh, reciting or sharing a stat from the National Center for Educational Statistics of 2016. Uh, they also, Pacers suggest or set, states that a slightly higher portion of female than of male students report being bullied at school, 23% female to 19% male. In contrast, a higher percentage of male than of female students report being physically bullied, 6% versus 4%. And wow, that's super low. I definitely know <laughs> there's more than 6% and 4% yeah. of kids being bullied physically. And then, of course, threatened with harm, 5% versus the 3%. Also, students who experience bullying are at increased risk of poor school adjustment, sleep difficulties, anxiety, and depression. So obviously there's mental health consequences of bullying that's taking place. 
Also, students who are both targets of bullying and engage in bullying behavior are at greater risk of both mental health and behavior problems than students who only bully or are only bullied. So, and there are like so many more statistics, unfortunately, but ultimately, like when you were, when you were finding some of the stats, what were things that you were thinking about it? Uh, everything's underreported, it seems like. <laughs> That's I one agree. thing I would say. I, I think agree. it's more than half. I think it's more like probably 70%. Probably. And some people just kind of mull it over and say, you know, they were just, uh, that was just good laughs or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think all these statistics tell the whole story. They just mm -hmm. kind of give you an idea that bullying is occurring and kind of some side effects, but they're not really going, they're not getting the numbers that are actually happening in the in this country mm -hmm. and then also what i thought is that some of these stats like that i saw were not from 2018 right or not even 2017 some 2016 but there's some stats that are reporting from 2013 2014 2015 2016 guys bullying isn't getting better so why do we not have more data you know prominently from this year from last year like we've got to keep on with data collection because i think that until something is solved then we have to be a squeaky wheel about it you have to continue to essentially bitch and moan about what's going on now is there a relationship between victims of bullying and gun violence so i wanted i thought that that's an interesting question because you know some of the news cases that we have of of this year of people shooting other kids shooting other kids i i think that there is my 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 estimation that is there that there is, but a 2017 Newsweek article has something to say about this, which of course all of our resources you can find at WokenFree.com. And in Newsweek, they said that we found that bullied students were three times more likely to report that they could get access to a loaded gun compared to their non-bullied peers. Those who experienced only traditional bullying were two times more likely. Students reporting only cyberbullying were three times more likely. And students who experienced both types of bullying were six times more likely. The results of the study do not indicate that bullying necessarily causes access to loaded guns, <laughs> nor do they suggest yeah. that gun access necessarily leads to bullying. Instead, these findings indicate that youth who are bullied tend to also have greater access to loaded guns, which may leave them at especially high risk of self-inflicted injury and perpetration of interpersonal violence and that uh there's some whoa now that yeah i know that would be disputed by a lot of people that study is kind of well you know what i think the studying is saying is that if you put someone against a wall uh, what wh how I what is the likelihood know. that that person will lash out right with with guns if 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 they have access to it and but i they, think it's, it's, it's kind of like the, it almost is like they're reporting that if one has greater access to loaded guns they're more likely to be the one that's bullied. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't no, like No, I think study. it's saying that if someone is bullied, then they're more likely to potentially pursue homicidal actions to it, address the bullying. <laughs> because it literally said, youth who are bullied tend mm -hmm. to have greater access to loaded guns. Like, that to me, that statement is outrageous. Hey. I don't like. I don't know about hey. that. Like, I think there's I don't more. Know, I, don't I think, think there are more are studies gonna, that need to be done. Yeah, to be honest, that given. one's that's that that's a little bit too blinder focused. Like, I think it's how they conducted that study to come to that mm -hmm. conclusion because that just that doesn't add up to me to just say that. Oh man, these bullied youths are just they're actually more likely to have access to the loaded guns. Like, I don't know. I just about think that. it's about the fact <laughs> that like 
we have to think about, and this is why we're talking about it on Woke and Free, is that, you know, this bullying isn't just, oh, the kids are being bullied. Oh, that's so sad. Okay, what do you want for your latte? We're like, no, these kids are being bullied and they're taking these guns that they somehow have access to and they're committing homicidal acts. So what are we, you know, in this country, the Second Amendment is revered. And yes, there are people that are trying to figure out what does the Second Amendment mean for 2018. But we also, let's step step away from that conversation and also think about the other side, which is, hey, what are we doing with kids that are bullied? Dear America, what are you doing? Because these kids are having problems with schools. And guess what? These kids also may be in homes with guns. Oh, is it so much of a deduction that they might take a gun to school and shoot people? No. <laughs> right? I mean, if you were bullied every single day, what, I mean, at a certain point, wouldn't all, you just say, I'm, fine with I'm done? Like, I'm just done? I just don't like the, the study. I don't like that one statement of the study mm -hmm. that youth who are bullied tend to have greater access to loaded guns. Because if you're doing it in Texas, mm -hmm. maybe all the, maybe most of the youth be. there yeah. have greater be. access to loaded guns. And it just happened that the ones that were bullied actually told you that they had access but the ones that were gotcha. bullied why would they they not why are they going to tell you they can lie on the study <laughs> i mean they sure. could tell the truth sure. they but they be. don't because they're like i don't want to be a statistic that's what i think happened in that case gotcha but that that's just me you know i have no okay. evidence of that it just sounds like a flaky statement that's standing on like no grounds <laughs> hey man more studies are needed yeah, i yeah. think ultimately let yeah. me see a hundred let me see a hundred studies from 50 different states that shows that then then they've got a case i know they didn't get a hundred different studies like specific individual studies that showed that that was one study done on whatever demographics that they chose unfortunately i think if nothing is <laughs> if nothing is done we will we continue need to, research, to have like more said, kids we need more data. <laughs> killing other children and uh, we will eventually get the research. People will eventually that's come around. What, I mean, yeah, that's we need, sadly, we need a lot more research. People in this country to seem to like to be on. reactive as opposed to proactive. So, yeah. And what are your thoughts for uh, the relationship between gun violence and bullied children? Well, I, I think ever since the Columbine high school mass shooting, that's when people even started to like start the conversation of bullying. I that's agree. when they got. A bit more serious about it and they realize the destruction that bullies cause uh -huh. because i remember back in the day it's always like eh you know man up you can take it just get through <laughs> it or, or fight them back you know <laughs> that was yeah. like the solution the, that's all the solutions were just yeah man up fight back or whatever it, uh -huh. it wasn't about the bullies were being wrong like it, it was never said that wow that person's wrong they need to stop like that was never said in the 50s like it would never gotcha. was even when we were growing up bullies were acceptable but once that mass shooting happened, the conversation was like, wait a minute. It definitely changed in this country, yeah. Bullying might not be so great. It might actually cause but people isn't to get sad, drastic. But is though, like, to only, change, to only start to have a conversation when you have mass death? I just think that that's so depressing. Mass death, and you have even music stars and celebrities yeah. talking about it, because they started doing that, too. Yeah, Songs were true. made about these kids being bullied and then leading up to these tragic incidents. Very I true. I think that helps further the discussion, too. Media... And looking at celebrities, like then everybody jumps in on the mm -hmm, conversation. Mm -hmm, I think absolutely. I think it helps, you know. Now, has the response to bullying been appropriate in the United States of America? <laughs> uh, well, um, 
I believe that there are programs and policies in place, obviously. I believe there's been more funding thrown behind this concept of anti-bullying. I've seen more campaigns. Uh, but uh, what I found interesting on StopBullying.gov, thank you, government, for sharing this, there's actually no federal law that specifically applies to bullying. In some cases, when bullying is based on race, color, national origin, sex, disability, or religion, bullying overlaps with harassment and schools are legally obligated to address it. But I think that not having even just a federal policy or federal law, which all states come under, is a big problem. Because I think by saying, hey, you guys, you schools handle it individually or you states handle it individually, you know how that works. Things don't work the same in Texas as it does in California, does as it does in Missouri and as it does in New York. Get it together, booze. Uh, <laughs> we, if we want to have one firm stance against something, you have to have a federal policy. You have to have federal law that's in place. I think that that's also what's called for in the gun conversation where it's like, why are certain things handled on a state by state level? So if something is so egregious where you are having massive impact, then we need a overtone for all states. But I think there could be much more work to be done, but how about you, honey bun? I agree wholeheartedly with you about <laughs> the, these the, only the states having laws in place and not the federal government. I, and I also think uh, the actual policies that are in place are just kind of fickle. They because I, I I glanced over some of the commonalities that the states had on their laws and their policies, mm -hmm. and it was things like yes, yeah, staff are required to report the bullying. And bullying is not acceptable. Mm -hmm. But you know, to me, I don't. Th that doesn't mean anything. Just to say it's unacceptable. There mm -hmm. wasn't any much. There wasn't anything else about it. Nothing about the consequences or the prevention. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about that. It's just like we will not tolerate bullying. Mm -hmm. All right, that's great. Yeah. You touch on it, but you're not really hammering it into kids that you're there to protect them and that at school they're they're in a safe place and they'll learn. That's not really shown to me by these policies and laws. Absolutely. So ultimately, what do you think is the solution? Yeah, at this point, I think uh, all-encompassing federal mandate would help. You know, it would help the state laws be all at the same level. Mm -hmm. And it can include things like this. Uh, one thing would be maybe classes. like mm -hmm. So that we have health class, but what about like a anti-bullying class? Exactly. You know, you explain what it is mm -hmm. and why bullies do what they do. What are the consequences of bullying? You, you know, because people, I don't know if everybody knows that, that bullies, they usually have serious problems that are occurring somewhere else in their life, like True. at their home. Mm -hmm. You know, that'd be great to have a class and all kids learn this. And then maybe even those bullies say, wow, that's me. And they, they learn that, hey, you can come and approach the teacher and talk about some of these, you know, personal matters that you're having and not bully people instead. Mm -hmm. Another thing I would do would be to actually award students for reporting bullies. Yep. Yes. I know it's it could be looked at as like pro snitching rules, but oh, well. to me, it's more mm -hmm. acceptable to point it out, the bullying. Then they'd be like, hey, stop snitching. No, snitch. Please I tell do. you that all the time. Especially Snitching when it comes is to a necessity in life. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta, I mean, it's gotta, you gotta think about it. Like, yeah, listen, we're not the, greater the good, mafia. Right? What the hell are you talking it's about? It's the greater good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's all for the greater good. Absolutely. I know people often don't want to get involved or they feel wrong for reporting on foul things they see, but incentivizing it, it would make, you know, it helps schools pinpoint all these bullies before it gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and causes the victims to actually do like drastic things. Absolutely. Okay, so for mine, uh, I definitely concur with a lot of the policies that you put into place. Uh, to add to it, essentially, I would also say when you're talking about the classes, I also thought about even teachers because there's some teachers who say, you know, yeah, bullying is bad, but they are part of the problem. So I would actually say that there's education needed on the student level, oh, yeah. on the teacher level, on the administration level, as well as actually on the family level. Because like I mentioned earlier, I'm sure I'm not the only person who felt like they grew up in a household where bullying would have been like scoffed at. And that's not the proper response to deal with because I have been, I am a victim of bullying myself and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily maybe handled the greatest. And I personally feel like families are not equipped to deal with modern day children issues because our parents and our grandparents and our aunts and uncles and whatever are from different generations where this type of negative behavior wasn't even called bullying. It was just called life. And so you need to reprogram and reverse engineer bullshit with people. And so I think that having this uh, training and ongoing training and having it on online access and having in-person workshops and having it at schools and conferences and having it available for everyone, no matter what socioeconomic status you're in, would definitely help. Uh, also, I would say I completely agree with you about their incentivizing thing. Actually, I thought of having like a kid reporting app, right? So like, you know, now with what's happening with brown and black people in this country, aka always been happening, just now it's being recorded, uh, <laughs> that I would have some type of kid reporting app where even if they felt un, un, like not okay with verbalizing that they're witnessing bullying, that they could take out their phone and just press a button and it would go into kind of a live stream national feed where all of a sudden they're, you're not safe to be bullied. <laughs> to be bullying anymore because people are like with that national feed thing careful with that i mean i know big brother and all of those issues privacy but ultimately (laughs) what is more important is it the privacy of our of our children being bullied or is it the bully bully children we have to figure out what's more important and if we say oh privacy is more important then you're saying cool then are you now because it's now that person reporting and putting it on national are they now bullying the bully no, what I think they're doing is they're indicating scenarios that need to be addressed, right? And I think that if you witness someone saying, calling someone a name, if you witness someone pushing another child, if you witness someone slut shaming and any of that stuff, where, how can we capture this information and make sure it's seen beyond just a teacher who might just disregard it? Because you beyond... know we have that. It's called World Star, it's called YouTube, it's called Facebook. People actually, they they post these things online. They post people being bullied. That's super common. But is it in one, see how you just mentioned multiple spots? Maybe yeah. it needs to be one unified spot where everyone knows bullied, bulliers will be identified here. That it will not be tolerated. And that, but I don't know. I mean, that's one, <laughs> one a suggestion. suggestion. Yeah. It's a suggestion. Just a suggestion. Uh, also, you mentioned, again, when, when celebrities get involved, listen, we are such a, you know, superficial society where, you know, when celebrities, Celebrities say something, then people want to say, oh my gosh, this is yeah. like an issue. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, we need to get more social media uh, campaigns going. And if it, if it involves yeah. having to be led by all celebrities, I'm pretty sure most celebrities were bullied at some point in their life. They all have yep. a story. Their Me Definitely. Too is coming uh, when it comes to bullying. They need to get on the airwaves and they need to share their stories and get the conversation 
quote-unquote relevant for everyone. Uh, also, I suggested, um, and this actually comes from a co the conversation we had with Faith Costa about counseling, right? Like, we need to also remember that kids may or may not feel comfortable talking to their parents or people in their household but maybe they could be they could feel comfortable talking to a counselor maybe in an app right maybe they don't have to go anywhere we've got to make services available for all people of all backgrounds not just people who are wealthy or people in the middle class even though the middle class is dying i'm ranting um, <laughs> And then just, again, I mentioned it earlier, ongoing surveys. We've got to continue with data collection. Until this is solved, we cannot just be like, oh, they'll, they'll make it. It's okay. All right. That's a lot of little <laughs> points. You know, the government could take yes. listen and you gave them some solution to yes. this national problem. Dear America, please listen. This is America. <laughs> Somebody said it. Oh, yeah. indeed, indeed. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, here we go. Yo, here we go. It is scenario time. Scenario one. Chadwick is a high school sophomore who loves to fly his mid-sized drone by the school track. He already got the approval that it's okay from Mrs. Azikiwe. For the last couple of weeks, though, a few of his chess friends have joined him to watch, including you. One day, a group of older seniors come by and ask to participate. Chadwick doesn't know them, so he politely declines. They then proceed to take the controller from him, and one of them actually crashes the drone through the school window. The student throws the controller to the floor and tells no one to say a word. When they leave, Chadwick tells everyone, don't worry, and that he'll take all the blame. Do you go behind Chadwick and tell the true story to a staff member, or do you comply with the senior student who destroyed the drone and broke the school window? Okay. Interesting name choices, sir. Uh, so I, <laughs> uh, Wakanda forever, really, really, <laughs> always, uh, I would say that, uh, despite Chadwick uh, wanting to take the blame for this scenario, he's obviously not in his right mind because he is behaving in a way that says essentially that he deserves to have had his property taken and destroyed by others and that we should listen to the, 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 uh, I don't even want to call it advice. The uh, declaration by the senior it was a student. Demand or yeah, command. the demand, uh, the command by the senior student that you know no one speak of this kind of thing. That's nonsense. If you never stand up for yourself, then you can never expect for people to stand up for you. And sometimes, even even when even when you're struggling to stand up for yourself, if these other people, if I'm his friend, then being a true friend is to help him see the error of his way. So I yeah. would I would go behind his back and I would tell uh, administrators that it was not his fault and I would clearly take a picture of the senior student from the student from the yearbook and say this fool did it. And, <laughs> <laughs> wow. and I would snitch proudly with uh, my uh, my uh, excitement fully happy to, to rectify Chadwick's situation since Chadwick is clearly not willing to deal with it because he didn't take his Black Panther uh, <laughs> purple fruit stuff. Wow. <laughs> See the movie, guys. Okay. Black Panther. Alright. <laughs> what would you do? Well, so as soon as that student left, I would catch him right in the parking lot. Snuff! <laughs> you so queens you are so queens all day every day no, i can't even no nah, i'm joking nah no nah, definitely i would i would just laugh i mean 
I don't even know if you get out of earshot. I'd start laughing because I'm like, you guys, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what he did. <laughs> I, would, I would tell everybody, like, you know, I'm, I'm saying what he did. Like, we all saw that. Like, too many witnesses. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I would. I mean, he might get out of earshot. I don't care if you'd even hear me because it's, it's like that's crazy. You can't just break somebody's stuff yeah. and have them take the blame. I'm not gonna go. Yeah, I'm not going nuts. for that. So yeah. I would let everybody there know, like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna report this, even if you guys aren't. I'm gonna say who did it. So I'm not going to be like you and sneak behind Chadwick's back. I'm just going to let everybody know I'm telling oh, the truth. Okay. But well, I understand you. I understand you because people can get upset about yeah, that. Yeah, people try to bust your behind. And, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you and, could cause uh, a situation. Yeah. But for me, I would have to tell them because that to me, I can't let. I couldn't stand for that. I mean, also, I would suggest to the school administrators that someone speak, like mental health individuals speak with Chadwick as well. Why would he think it's okay to take the blame for something he didn't do like what's going on with his mental health as well so i yeah. would snitch on him because i would think that he needs help and i would pray for him uh yeah i want to do that but you have a good point <laughs> he probably does have some issues yep scenario two thompson is casually browsing social media when he sees a graphic image of stacy who just broke up with his best friend three weeks ago he doesn't recognize the account which posted it but he has a sneaking suspicion about the culprit what should be his next actions? Interesting. Uh, so, you know, the right human thing to do would be probably to approach his, his friend and ask him, his best friend, and ask him if he posted the picture. And the friend could lie and not lie, but ultimately, uh, hopefully I would hope that the best friend would... Uh, you know, confess to the bad behavior that he did. And then all, then Thompson would be able to convince him to take the picture down, delete that account and whatnot. And then if his best friend refused to comply, then I, if I would suggest Thompson go speak to Stacy and tell her that he does, he's not confirmed. He doesn't have confirmation that he thinks the her ex did it, but that, you know, he has a sneaky suspicion that he did and she should try to uh, report the situation so that this gets resolved because things on the internet lives on the internet forever. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I take three steps to this situation. First step, I click on the report button because that's usually available sure. somewhere on, the, on whatever social media sure. site you're on. Good point. So first step would be to report it. My second step is I try to get in contact with Stacy and just let her know, hey, this thing came up. So just giving you a heads up. Like, I'm not going to even say anything about, you know, whatever. I'm just going to say You're not going to snitch this on image. your best friend? Well, I can't snitch. I don't even know he did that. Remember, I'm up to step two, though. So that was step two is informing okay. informing Stacy that her, her nude picture was online. So then step three would be going to my friend and be like, man, you, well, I, how would I approach a subject? I'd be like, wouldn't it be crazy if, like, so, like your ex posted nude pictures of you online and i just see how he would react to that just to see what i try to get a feel of what's what's going on in his brain and i'd be like guess what i actually saw stacy on there and then see what his reaction is to that and then by that we could decide if you're really best friends or if you're just lying to me playing mental games is getting nowhere <laughs> <laughs> but all right with your bad self yeah that's just say hey, that's how i would approach it mm -hmm. scenario three Dawn is a superstar in the office. She's only recently started, but seems to know how to handle any customer thrown her away with a plum. One thing you've noticed about her is that she loves to belittle certain people in the office that don't have the greatest social skills. One day, she was particularly nasty to this one chap who proceeded to scribble a note afterwards and then crumble it up and toss it in the trash. You're not usually so nosy, but you have to know what the chap wrote about. 
you unfurl the note to find the words D-I-E written. Actually, those are letters, but you get the point. <laughs> what do you do at this point? Oh, that's a really <laughs> loaded scenario. That's so fascinating. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't necessarily know. I mean, some could interpret that D-I-E written as uh, a declaration for the nasty person in the office uh, pissing off uh, the coworker, but it could also be like uh, a declaration for herself saying she's like fed up and she wishes she would die and not have to deal with this nasty uh, coworker. So, you know, it's not something that you could necessarily report on. I would say the best advice would probably, I mean, the problem is no matter what you're going to call, so come off as weird because you would have to kind of, I mean, well, what you could do is you could approach the coworker who's struggling, obviously, yeah. and just kind of get, just check in with her. Just, hey, girl, how are you? I like your sweater, uh, you know, and then just check in with her and see how she's doing. And then she could be like, this chick, right? And then you could just hopefully give her advice, but not reveal to her that you're like the person who's going through other people's trash. That's like, <laughs> slightly depressing. <laughs> but, um, and you know, you should be able to probably get the words out of her if you immediately uh, kind of go up to her after this whole situation happened. And then also you could actually approach the, the person who, you know, thinks her shit don't stink and be like, hey there, how are you? Do you want coffee? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you could be like, you know, what's going on, girly? I just, you know, I heard some stuff. And uh, try to see if you could make some sense about her behavior. And then also if you see fit, uh, kind of like a similar scenario earlier mentioned, Maybe going over to HR and hey HR and just saying this is these are some of the behaviors that you're observing and maybe also HR could then take it upon themselves to have like an employee sensitivity training day uh, like some companies we know had to implement yeah. uh, and uh, and make sure that everyone in the uh, everyone in the office knows that they need to read their handbook and. And in the handbook, it definitely probably says, and if it doesn't, they need to update the handbook about uh, bullying in the office and, you know, how to kind of get your point across without making people want to die. <laughs> how about <laughs> you? Yeah, I, I'd report on the person that wrote that because I don't mm -hmm. want that person to go postal and just, and, you know, take us all out. So I'd report on that Damn. person. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't mention the Dawn thing, to be honest, that Dawn was picking on them. I'd let them, i let the supervisor and that person explain why they wrote those words. All I would say is I found this and that person wrote that. That's all I would so say. So when the HR person asked where you found it, what would you say? <laughs> <laughs> what well, would you say, sir? Well, I'd report anonymous. I'd have to be anonymous, of course. That's the only way Hot I'd do it. Mess. So that I would have, I wouldn't reply to Get that. Get your life together. So I drop an anonymous tip that I found. Good that to out. know that I need to watch what I'm putting in my trash now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you're that person. I no, can't but with you. this this situation made sense because you're not usually nosy, but. If you see somebody getting destroyed and they write a note and then crumble it up and throw it out, you know there's something juicy on that note. You know there's something real juicy. Too much soap opera exposure, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Hey, this is a scenario. You. I don't know where these come from. <clears throat> Prayer. I tell you, people need to pray. We are at that time again. It is the coming of the end of our 
39th episode of Woke and Free. Really, really, we had to kill cats to make that sound? No, just our cat. Oh, poor kid. He loved it. Poor kid. So this <laughs> was quite the episode talking all about the bullying crisis in America. And I hope for everyone listening who has either been bullied or is in the, vo- in the moment of bullying, that they take some time <laughs> to think about what's going on. And if you are a parent and you have children and you haven't, maybe you don't feel like you've addressed the issue enough, please do take the time to do so because this uh, this episode we wanted to talk about because, you know, it's definitely something we both, uh, you, you said you've dealt with bullying, right? As a yeah, I've been bullied. Yeah, right? yeah, we both have been bullied. So it's definitely something near and dear to our hearts. And we personally, we would like to see something happen in this country so that kids continue to not feel that like there's no end to this so uh that's our psa for that and uh moving on as per usual i always ask the question you know the answer will i leave you hanging for what our next episode will be all about on our next episode we will be talking about mind share so make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for woken free wednesday to join the conversation at wokeandfree.com If you would like to be a guest on the show which we're excited to be lining up additional guests for the show please submit a topic for an upcoming episode share how you feel on our contact us page at w-o-k-e-n-f-r-e-e.com wokeandfree.com and as per usual say it and I'll say it a thousand times feel free to contact us on social media you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at wokeandfree If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesday. Till next time, Woken Free Nation.